I did it. I landed the job. I, I got through it. And then within eight months, I was let go. It was a really hard time. And I feel like it's just like every other story. You hit right. rock bottom and you have to figure it out and pick yourself up. And then something like magical happens. Right. Um, because it's, it's so true. Like it's not gonna happen every time you hit rock bottom. It's not gonna happen every time you fail, mm -mm. but like it's leading to something better. And right. I feel like I've always trusted that process. Welcome to the build with Brayback podcast where we dig deep into real, raw, and honest conversations with people that are making moves, making change, and making their own version of their very best life. And teaching you how to build the same. Covering all things health, wellness, anti-diet culture, body positivity, and so much more. Here's your host, Amanda Brabeck. beautiful people of the world. Welcome back to the Build with Brayback podcast. Um, I really want to like think of a cute little nickname for the listeners and this wonderful community, but my podcast name is not super conducive to that, I'm realizing, because the only thing I can think of is to call you builders, <laughs> which sounds super fucking lame. So if you have any ideas, shoot them my way. That is all. Uh, that is not all. But um, I hope you're having a great week. Vibes are high this week. Um, I had a lovely weekend. It was nice for once to have a weekend in Boston without like a plethora of plans, not traveling here and there. So that was great. Got to spend, um, Mark was away for a bachelor party. So while he was gone, um, I got to really catch up with some girlfriends. So that's always the best. Um, and I don't really know what my highs and lows are this week. I feel like I've just been like riding a high. I think that it has a lot to do with the manifestation and like coaching course that I'm taking because I really have decided it's, I think, a 16-week course. So pretty long. But during the 16 weeks, I'm really committing to like fully deep diving into – like some reflection, some self-development, trying to surround myself with the right people to listen to and like consume the right content, um, not just like mindlessly scrolling. Like I've, if I'm on Instagram trying to um, either build up my business or focus on messaging and accounts that really either I learn from or lift me up and same with like entertaining content, uh, maybe reading more instead of watching TV, all the good stuff. And it's crazy what little tiny adjustments can really do for you. Um, and a big one I would say is this little tweak. Now, obviously, in the world that we live in, we are all little Instagram monsters and um, 
it gets really easy to constantly compare and sometimes get jealous. It's okay to admit that that green monster comes out. It comes out in all of us, even if that's not your intention. You know, I don't want to intentionally react that way. But something that I have come to learn is that the reactions don't matter as much. It's more so your response. Um, And that can be in anything, a fitness class, in this scenario, you know, a negative thing or a roadblock in life. Your reaction is almost always second nature. So until you're really doing the work to rewire and cultivate that proper response that you want, um, it's okay to accept those reactions and not judge yourself for them. So say that you see someone make a big win in their business or take a trip that you've always wanted to take and your initial reaction is like, damn, I wish that I was doing that or why not me? All right. It passes through your mind. You accept it. Instead, can you try to reframe it as one, excitement for them, especially, especially if it's a friend, a family member, someone that you know, um, you know, like you just know that they're a wonderful person. They deserve this happiness and positivity in their life. You know that they've worked hard. So why waste the energy on any type of negativity such as jealousy? Ed, congratulate them. Exude the excitement for them. Cultivate that excitement and then recognize that The universe is reflecting back and showing you the things that maybe you want to show you that it's possible for you too. It should make it feel like this thing is closer to happening in your life because it's possible right here, right in front of you, right? Um, So it can – I think it can be – really, really useful when you get stuck in that comparison trap, especially if you're comparing, you know, your day one to someone's day 365 or longer. Um, And, you know, the more that you focus on that positive mindset in all ways, then you know, you're only going to be vibrating higher and happier. And, you know, life is hard enough. We don't need little things bringing us down, right? So I hope that you take that and it brings a little positivity to your week. Um, I'm not even going to say hello because I think we're just trying to trying to be happy, trying to vibrate high, you know. Um, this episode is a little bit longer. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up and leave you with Sid, my lovely guest who I will intro in just a moment. We talk all things, um, home decor, home organization, 
personal style, closet organization, starting a business from scratch, finding your purpose um, maybe later than you think that you initially wanted to. All the good things because I think that while this podcast so heavily focuses on wellness, if your home is not well, if you're not feeling confident in your style and how you're presenting yourself to the world, you know, that is all encompassing in wellness. So I think it's applicable. I think we can learn a lot. Um, and you know what? I will say a low. My low is that listening back to this episode and realizing how many times I say like. So for that, I apologize. I am working on it. Please don't let it deter you from listening and subscribing. So with that, if you are enjoying the podcast, please rate, review, subscribe, hit the follow button, share the episodes on your Instagram story, tell a friend about it. Any little bit of love counts and I so appreciate it. If you have any guests that you want to hear from, any topics you want to hear about, if you want to come on the podcast, please reach out. This is a two-way conversation, not just me talking at you, okay? So with that, have a absolutely lovely week. Live your best life. Enjoy the episode. Peace and blessings. I lied. We are starting in a second, but I totally forgot to tell you all that Sydney has been so kind to give us a discount for one week only. All right, so it's going to end on Thursday. What day is it today? It's going to end on Thursday the 30th. All right, we have high quality podcasting producing podcast producing happening right here, right now in your ears. <laughs> I refuse to go back and re-record the eight minutes of intro. So you're getting it like this. All right. So go ahead, head to shopsimplyplace.com and enjoy 10% off your purchase for one week only using code build with Brayback. All right, that's 10% off at shopsimplyplaced.com using code BUILDWITHBRAYBACK. Enjoy. Happy shopping. Happy listening. Bye. Today's guest is a true example of female empowerment. She emulates this value with her unwavering support and hype of fellow women and women business owners. We love to see it. She's an organization, inspiration, and the queen of approachable style, both in the house and on the bod. And she has single-handedly provided me with some of my very favorite wedding guests and bridal shower outfits with her Instagram story, Closet Cleanout. So thank you for that. She recently opened up her very own boutique just north of Boston, as well as her online shop. Welcome to the podcast owner of Simply Placed, Sydney Ortega. Wait, what the hell? That was like, <laughs> I'm, I'm crying. I have chills. Stop. <laughs> That's what you think about me? Wow. I mean, like, obviously you should think about it about yourself. Oh my, that. You're the best. I mean, I've, I've loved the intros you've done with everybody else in your podcast. <laughs> and I was just like, what is she going to say about me? Holy moly. Well, thank you. You're welcome. You deserve it. I feel like that's like so many people's reactions because they're not used to like, 
hyping themselves up and you know what I mean like we're none of us are totally at accepting yeah types of like phrases yeah and I think like and that's definitely that I love that like hyping yourself up I feel like I've learned how to do that like within my years and like when I was like launching Simply Placed I was Mm -hmm. in such like a good I just had confidence in myself and like throughout the years like I know my friends or like ex-boyfriends or whoever they've always said like you have so much confidence but I never felt internally like I had that confidence like I was an extrovert and I could talk to a wall and all the things but like I didn't have confidence in my workspace um and now I finally do and it's kind of just like f it like I'm comfortable with me and like this is who I am and this is my store and all the things but like hearing somebody hearing what other people think of it or what other people perceive of it is like mind-blowing yeah I mean I bet and I feel like that's such a thing that like anytime you're going like putting yourself out there in the world like what you're doing or whatever like how do you not feel that like resistance and pushback from your own like ego and all of it like I definitely have experienced that but people are drawn Mm -hmm. to the confidence and like if you believe in it other people will follow you know yeah no totally and I yeah I love it I think that's definitely like what Simply Place has done but like also you're gonna think I'm crazy for saying this but like people like you and everybody that I met and everybody fights like it, it sometimes it takes the littlest thing and I always get taken back you know on Instagram like sometimes I'm like is anybody listening like is anybody out there and then somebody will say like or walk into the store like I loved this and I love that and I love your story and how authentic you are it's these little pieces and I remember first feeling those things actually at everybody fights um which we can get into but I think I was at a point in my life where I was working my nine to five job and I found everybody fights and that was like my release and that was my happy place Mm -hmm. and I met you and Casey and Lauren and literally the whole team at EBF and FIDI and it clicked one day and I was like wait these people are choosing to be here and like in that point of time like it was you know you guys wanted to be there and that was your outlet and that was your happy place and you chose to work there Mm -hmm. um because it like brought you joy that's how I perceived it right yeah, and like yeah walking in there every day I was like oh like hi and you worked out with friends and like it was just fun yeah so it that really kind of started my journey of being like what do I want to have fun every day like I want to go to work and be surrounded by people and make connections and all of that stuff so it really did start with like honestly walking into that gym. Oh, that warms my heart. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. such a huge thing. I feel like honestly, I could probably credit EBF to some of my like big career jumps. I mean, obviously yeah. I've been like all over the map and like it has not been a clear trajectory, <laughs> but I wouldn't have really had the courage to take a leap without that kind of like inspiration too. So that it's a very good note um but yeah so for listeners backgrounds Mm. um so when i was training uh like full-time at ubf i met sid 
uh, you were coming to classes and we just like would get to chatting, either taking classes or taking um, like my classes. Um, and I remember, I mean, at this point, it must be longer than two years ago, just because I feel like 2020. Definitely. I, well, didn't happen, like, you know? I don't know where that, yeah. No Two and idea. a half, let's say two and a half. Yeah. Two and a half years ago, we decided to grab coffee and just chat and I feel like both of us were kind of like going through this time of life of like, okay, we need to like make a change and we have these like ideas for ourselves, but like, how yeah. do we do them? And it was like, when you, that was when you really were starting to plan a Simply Place. Like yeah. you had already started doing stuff on Instagram and that was, I, I guess like when you first told me like, I'm going to open a boutique and like, here's how I'm going to do it. And I was like, oh my God, that's crazy. So now to like see it all unfold yeah. is just amazing. So why don't you share, I guess yeah. you could start from there or even like before. I think I'll start from before. Yeah. Um, I won't go all the way back to my childhood. No, as but, long um, as you need. But no, I'll give a little nugget and I will actually go back to my childhood real quick. Um, mm -hmm. It's just one of those things like, mom's always right. Um, she's not always right. But like with this, I think she always told me like I was in my bedroom at three in the morning, like rearranging my, yeah. my room. And she'd be like, what's that noise? And she'd be like, oh, it's just Sydney, like rearranging her bed or her desk uh, or whatever. And she always up and did like, that too. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, and then you're going through high school and then you're going to college and trying to figure out what you want to do. Um, and she said, you know, she's like, Sydney, you should be an interior designer. You should go to FIT. You should do all that. I didn't have confidence in that. I was like, no, I'm not good enough. I'm not yeah. like posh enough to go to FIT in New York city and like whatever. And where I grew up success to me, and I'm doing quotation marks for people that are listening success for me was, um, commuting into the city, working that nine to five, very yeah. corporate. Totally. I don't know why, but I think it's just part of my upbringing like my I feel like that was how it was presented to us as like a generation totally. yeah like you know my parents are both teachers and I feel like if they weren't teachers maybe I would have went that route just because of the the connection and feeling like I'm giving back and the environment of teaching um but obviously I wanted to do the exact yeah. opposite so I fell into corporate and um, I've been in digital marketing and advertising, working at agencies for the last 10 years. And um, my managers or everyone who's probably listening that knows me will laugh at this. It just, it never felt right. Like right. there were nuggets that did feel right. Like I would, if there was a new employee, I would pop onto their desk and literally sit on their desk yeah. in a corporate setting. And I'd be right. like, hi, I'm Sid. Like, what's right. up? That's just me. And I was never that buttoned up corporate gal. Um, mm. So there was always something I was missing and something I was chasing. However, everything happens for a reason. And yeah. every single job I went to, every single um, project or team I was put on, it was a roller coaster. I like loved it for six months and I hated it. But all of that stuff that I learned, um, like the interfaces and Google and Bing and Amazon and everything, I literally use every single day today in right. like what, what valuable, I was meant to do. Because yeah. that's a huge thing that business owners, if they don't have that background, like struggle with. Like the beast. Right. The beast. time of it, but then the time to like understand and learn all about it. Like 
Yeah. Like the back end systems. And I applaud business owners who, you know, just Just jumped into it it and literally had to learn it because, um, it's a lot like the interface itself. And I use Shopify and it's just all of it, right. There's so many things that you do when you are as a business owner, um, you're your own PR and your social media and all of that good stuff. So, but sorry, back to the story. Um, so yeah, I was in corporate and then I actually Mm -hmm. got let go. So, um, I landed my dream job and there was this crazy like interview process and all of that good stuff. And again, I put dream job in quotations. Yeah. Um, but I was like making money. I, I genuinely never thought I would make, um, because I didn't have that confidence in the corporate setting, Yeah, but I did it. I landed the job. I, I got through it. And then within eight months I was let go. It was a really hard time. And I feel like it's just like every other story you, hit rock bottom and you have to figure it out and pick yourself up. And then something like magical happens. Right. Um, because it's, it's so true. Like it's not gonna happen every time you hit rock bottom. It's not going to happen every time you fail, Mm -hmm. but like it's leading to something better. And I feel like I've always trusted that process. Um, it's just so important. I feel like it's so important. It's so hard. Like I'm not sitting here saying like, Oh, it comes easy. Like it's, hard like cried and it was really tough and then I'm like okay what the hell do I want to do right um but it really made me pause and just think about when I'm going into these interviews in a corporate setting like what do I like doing and I was always saying I like customer service and I like you know relationship building and all of that stuff um but then I was like I love fashion I love organizing I hate sitting behind a desk 24 yeah. seven and commuting into Boston and ugh, like I, I hate it. Um, so I paused and I worked at anthropology for a couple months in the holiday season, which is obviously just a dream. Yeah. And then I remember I came home and told Zach one day, I was like, I'm opening a store. And he was like, great. I was like, Oh, oh. I was like, you, you sure? He he's like, a yeah. gem. He's yeah. He's a gem. a gem. We all love Zach. Zach's great. Um, but yeah, it's, it's everything. And it's that support system and I've never had a support system like him. So I really think it's a combination of everything. And just, I think I've always believed in some capacity I deserved this or I wanted this life for myself. Yeah. And you just have to keep climbing to get there. Right. And you just have to believe that you deserve it. So. Yeah. That's, it's huge. No, I'm taking this like, like manifestation, like mm. almost, I don't even know, I guess. Yeah. Manifestation course. Um, yeah. and like a huge part of it, it's like all in phases. So we were just like talking all about that of like, you probably felt, yeah, it might something. be quieter at sometimes and like super loud at other points in your life. But like, you always felt like there was something bigger that you were supposed to be doing or like you were always drawn to this one thing and obviously like your ego and everything is telling you like no you're not you're not that type of person your success is gonna look like getting this corporate job and then like Mm -hmm. you get laid off and you know so so much yeah no oh my gosh following that like voice. (laughs) Yeah. So it's so funny. I would always read articles like way back into high school. I could remember I'd always read articles and be like, this finance guy quit his job and moved to Hawaii and opened a surf shop. And I'm like, that's so cool. Like, yeah, 
they they left this like huge job and probably making great money and all the things just to be happy and they're surviving and they're thriving and they're figuring it out and like they maybe hit rock bottom a little bit and it might be harder but everything's going to be hard like everything right you're going to always have difficulties you just choose what your hard thing is yeah you choose what your hard thing is and Mm -hmm. I was always drawn to those stories um and then there was another thing I wanted to hit on with that. Oh, I guess manifesting. Um, just I, somebody once told me, write it down, yeah. like whatever you want. If you want your savings to grow X, if you want to open a store, I, whatever that like end goal is. And for a lot of people, even for me, it's okay. What is that end goal? Like, how do I yeah. write that down? Like, I don't even know what that is to write down. Right. Um, just write it. And just keep picturing it, like picture the life, um, that you want. Oh, the other thing I wanted to talk about was that's not my success. Like I don't deserve this. Like, yeah, so opening, that's a huge opening, thing. it's huge. And like opening a store, you know, I would always walk into small mom and pop shops and I'm like, Oh, like the feeling that I would get every single store I've ever been into. That's in like a local downtown, just like mm-hmm. simply placed. I was like, this is such a good feeling. Like I don't know what it is. I can't describe it, but in my head, I was like, oh, they probably had money from mom and dad, or they had this, or they had that. And that's not always the story, but I was like, oh no, I can't do that because I don't have that. That's not my life. My life isn't getting money from mom and dad. Like I had to work for this and build my savings, but for whatever reason I had that that picture in my head and I'm really proud like I'm proud to sit here and say like this is all me yeah you should be you know and I I want girls to know that like I want girls to know that like I didn't have a clue what I wanted to do I like fell into corporate for 10 years and yeah I figured it out but I didn't go to a bank or I didn't go to mom and dad like you can chip away and you could work hard for it absolutely so Yeah. And I love that, like, there are different, different ways to do it. Yeah. Like maybe building up a savings is not something that's like realistically going to happen. So you get a loan from the bank or it's a business that like you get investors or whatever, like it does, you don't have to do it the same way that the last person has done it. You just kind of figure out a way. You do it your way. And I think like with Simply Place, like my whole I knew like people would be like, oh, open a pop-up shop or don't you want to start online first to like, you know, see if people like your stuff or whatever. I was like, no, just ripping the bandaid off. I, I just I love like, it. Go big. this is me. Like if it's, I'm not going to do it. Like I, if I just do online, it's not going to feel like me. Like people need no. to see me and meet me. I need to talk to them. I need to be in that environment because that's what's going to get the following. Yeah. Yeah. Like people connect just, with it. Mm-hmm. And I think more and more like with COVID, you know, with people being home um, and not going out to happy hours and coming home at 11 p.m. and then waking up the next day, like a lot mm-hmm. of people like us, like our generation, like we just didn't really spend time at home or like even parents that have kids, you know, commuting into the city or out the door by six, you're home by what, seven? Yeah. Um. So I think the whole idea of home really changed. Absolutely. Um, And I wanted to make home affordable. Like you said in the intro, like that, 
really hit home for me. I wanted to build a place and to teach people that you don't need to buy an $100 throw pillow. I mean, maybe they're luxurious and they are great, but like there's a price point for everything and you can make your home beautiful by shopping small without getting this like sticker shock. Right. Oh, I love that. Well, okay, yeah. let's go back just a little bit because I definitely want to get into like specific mm. like styling and gifting and all those types of things, but a little bit more about the business because I feel like people would probably like to hear a little bit more insight of like how? what the process, <laughs> yeah, like how the process was, like how did you find the location? And then after that, like what was the step? How did you like find the products to buy and all the the things? Oh my gosh. Yeah. No, that's great. Because I remember I was like describing it to like my friends they're like, so where did you get all this stuff? I don't, I don't understand. Um, yeah. yeah. And somebody actually DM'd me and she was like, did you go to school for this? Or did you take a course on how to like open a business? And I was like, no. So (laughs) I think a lot of this does I I don't know how I don't know how I knew how to source all these products I just did yeah um I feel like it's just that you just figure it out yeah but so going back like so when I decided I told Zach I was like I'm opening a shop I knew I needed a corporate job obviously to like you know build my savings and just have I wanted to give myself time so I think that's the first thing everyone's story is different you know Amanda you could sit here and say all right in two months I'm going to open a store and you could do that I wanted to give myself time because like I said before I wanted it to be perfect I wanted it to be an experience and it's not perfect perfect's the wrong word but I wanted it to not be thrown together I wanted it to be thought out and take my time um so I gave myself like a year and a half got my corporate job, gave myself a year and a half. Um, I looked up, there was like a nonprofit, they're called SCORE. So it's a nonprofit organization. And I sat with them. There were literally like three old men. And I think they looked at me like I was 12 years old. And they're like, you're opening a store? Like, do you know what this means? Um, But they were great. And I just sat with them. I was like, financially, like, what do I need to do? And it kind of gave you like, a 20 step process, like you need to register your business. You need to register your taxes, like all of these really overwhelming things. Um, I'm actually going to write a blog post about it and kind of like list out all those steps. I love that. Um, Cause you have to register your business. You have to, I'm even forgetting some of those steps, but it, it's daunting. And it's like all that jargon. I'm like, I don't know what this means. Like I can't even do my own taxes. So good Lord. Um, so there are resources like that out there and they were a huge help. So that was kind of like my jumping off point. Um, then from there, I literally made a checklist, um, and broke it out every single month for that year and a half on what I need to do. Um, and there were some months I was like designing sweatshirts yeah. when I shouldn't be designing sweatshirts. <laughs> Cause like, whatever. Um, but you kind of make a list like just with so I did branding first. Um, so I knew I could do a logo by myself, but again, yeah. I just wanted it to be special. I wanted kind of how you're describing my story. I wanted a different person's perspective. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to have all the colors aligned and just different permutations of my brand because yeah. I knew that again, I wanted all the pieces of the puzzle to be there when I launched. Right. Um, 
so I started with branding first and then that was like, Ooh, simply placed is real. Like it's out there. There's a logo. Um, then I started my Instagram. So I started doing that, which built my confidence. So yeah. that whole year and a half, I was a different Sydney than I was now. Um, and it's because of you guys and it's because of Instagram and it's because people were like cheering you on and being like, I love that. Where'd you get it? Like, and nobody knew right. I was opening a store. They just liked my stuff. Yeah. Um, and it taught me that there's like an audience for everybody there and is. everything and everything. Um, like I was consumed. I knew a lot of home decor stores and things like that. And then I would get like imposter syndrome. I was like, oh no, there's a home decor store 30 minutes away. That's kind of just like mine. Are people going to like it? Yeah. Then I was like, well, it's a different demographic. Like yeah, they don't even know minutes. of that store. And the only reason yeah. I know of that store is because I'm in my own little bubble. Right. So I think that's really important too. Like in the fitness industry, I'm sure you're like 10,000 people are doing this type of workout, but oh my God, I'm, yeah. yeah, but I may not have never seen that workout, you know, and like, I'm a different audience. Yeah. I mean, so I think that's, that's true. And I should yeah. think like that more often. Cause mm-hmm. I definitely get caught in that trap of like, there's a lot of other people in this city that are yeah. doing the same exact thing, but they're not the same exact person. And you are just... different. You are the one that makes your business and your platform different. Right. That, that's like, that's it. And I think right. it's so important because like when you put out recipes, like when you were doing that, I was like, I follow you. Like I, these are recipes. I'm like, I can go on Pinterest, but it's different. Like, right. my, it's like feed, my feed isn't, yeah, my feed isn't, healthy recipes my feed is home decor and fashion so right. when I see that pop up you might be seeing 10,000 different recipes like that but I'm not right so well, I need to do that more I stopped yeah, doing that, like. you do. yeah I, got it. I need some like fall recipes please all right I'll find some good fall like cocktails to make again thank you but um yeah so going back to opening a business uh yeah branding I think it's just making a schedule giving yourself time how I found my location. Um, I'm a cancer. I'm all about feeling. I knew what I wanted. I knew I didn't want a strip mall. I knew yeah. I didn't want like market street in Linfield. Um, I knew I didn't want Boston. Uh, yeah. maybe eventually knock on wood, we'll get to Boston, but yeah. I, um, I wanted that quintessential mm-hmm. new England downtown. Like that's what I wanted. I and Cabot street just happened to be like, literally in our backyard. And when Zach brought me to Cabot street for the first time, it wasn't like it was today. Yeah. Um, there were like a lot of vacant, uh, businesses. There were a lot of businesses that were phasing out, um, a handful of restaurants, et cetera, but I didn't care. I yeah. was like this, this is it. Like I want to walk past the local coffee shop and say hi to them. I want to, it was just a feeling. Um, and then from there, I researched Beverly. I knew there were two colleges around there. I knew there was a train station right there. Um, and again, it's changed drastically in the last two years. Yeah. Um, it's only gotten better. Been, it's only gotten better. I mean, Beverly is like the hotspot. Mm-hmm. I love it. Like there's breweries and new life popping up. And, but I did, I did my research, you know, back to like getting, technical or professional here. I did do my research. So I looked at it and I knew they were getting a big grant. I knew they were pouring money into it. Mm -hmm. I knew that, you know, the town, um, had plans 
for the city. So I think that's also like really important. Like, yes, I fell in love with it, but I also knew I was like, Ooh, if I get in now, like this is going to be so good. And I wanted to stop living my life. Like, Oh, five years ago, I should have done this. Mm -hmm. Or you know, when people say I should have bought that house five years ago, I was like, okay, I'm going to change that for myself. Like, right. I'm just going to do it. what is the point? Yeah. What's the point? Like five years and you're only getting older and life is so damn short. Right. Just do it. So found my location, had my branding, things were happening. Then I was like, okay, I need all this merchandise, which is like the best part. So like I said before, I really don't know how I knew there were like wholesale markets, um, which are basically large um, convention centers or mm-hmm. mall like structures with thousands, like thousands of vendors, like from wow. the Levi jeans you're wearing to your espresso mug to yeah. your coffee table. I mean, I don't know how I knew that existed, but I did. Mm-hmm. But again, I did my research and I reached out to other local businesses too and yeah. just started like networking. I put that in quotes as I'm sitting here, I don't know why, because it is networking. I just think yeah, it's it a different, when I think of networking, like in a professional setting, I picture like it's all stuffy and like, right. you're, like at an awkward your, networking event with your stupid yeah. name tag. And mm-hmm. <laughs> But networking is literally like, I mean, me connecting with you, like our friendship, like I wasn't yeah. networking. It's just like one thing leads to another totally. and you want to support people. So through that, um, I definitely picked people's brains like I linked up with some local boutiques that have been alive for 20 years and some that were just new and what I was actually very surprised with and I feel like this might be in any field but especially the gals I reached out to they were so forthcoming with information they saw themselves in me they were at my spot once yeah and I think that's what I learned like somebody oh Molly um, one of our friends, Molly, she wrote yeah, this, she yeah. wrote a birthday post and she said in there, I believe that everyone was once a newbie. Yeah. Everyone was like, everyone was once the new kid on the block. Right. Everyone. So right. like when you have that perspective, it's like, they didn't just have it all figured out. Like I didn't have it all figured out. Um, but you kind of need to like dig deep and just be like, okay, this, these are the questions that I have. How do I find those answers? Yeah. And, and they're out there. Um, I mean, yeah, like Google is a very powerful tool. <laughs> Google is a very powerful tool, but I also think just like opening my mouth too. So yeah, just like telling you I was opening a store, um, having that confidence, but then that your my connection with you led to so many or it just trickles down and they're like, oh, I know a person that opened a store, go talk to them. Or I know a person that goes yeah. to these wholesale shows, like go talk to them. And then your world just expands. I love that. And it's how I found everyone. It's how I found my photographer, my branding, everything. Because um, yep. I was like, how? I, this isn't my network. My network is corporate nine to five. Right. Um, so yeah, it's just- I love that. Just put yourself out yeah, there. Yeah, just put yourself out there. Um, and then, yeah, buying wholesale- I don't even know. That's like a whole nother beast. So it was easy for me, I think, because I just bought what I wanted, right. what I liked. Right. I literally was like, and that's what my Instagram gave me. I was like, okay, 
all the things I'm buying from Target or Home Goods or yeah. whatever. People are like, where are you getting this? I love your style. So I felt confident enough to just like scan everything and be like, people are going to buy it. 100%. Um, but I did also in this year and a half, I did know I didn't want a store that was like thrown together. Mm-hmm. I wanted it. I wanted people to come in and be able to buy housewarming gifts, like buy collections of things and not just like one-off things. Yeah. So I I had that in the back of my head. So when I was like going to these markets, I had a whole list of products that I wanted to get. I was like, okay, if I'm buying kitchen, I want to have most people, most pieces that you need in your kitchen or styling shelves. Like I want you to be able to walk in a store and literally be able to style your shelf with books, picture frames, yeah, um, knickknacks, anything. But I, I knew people needed to see the full picture in order to buy. Um, thousand percent. Right. And in order for the store to, I don't know, be profitable or, or, or like survive. I really wanted to elevate kind of like the shopping experience. Yeah. Well, because I feel like so many of those types of boutiques, like while I love them, are like almost very hectic experience because they're like super cluttered and they just put as many products as they can like in the store. Yeah. And it, yeah, it's You're exactly like, what do I do? Right. It's the complete opposite of yours which is like super clean and like you said like very grouped together like when like I told you when I came into the store I have these like built-in shelves in my apartment living room and I literally look at them every day and I'm like I need to style these then I go to the store and I get so overwhelmed because there's just like too many things and nothing goes together so that's like a huge win I think right and that's insight on your part and then again, that's the thing that Instagram, like this was a skill of mine, right? So I was like, I don't know, like what, even in corporate world, I was like, what's my skill? Like Excel is definitely not my skill. Like I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't like, what is my skill? And this was my skill. Like I would go to Home Goods or Target or whatever and put together my shelves. And they're like, how do you walk into Home Goods and pick these pieces and know they go on a shelf? Right. I was like, oh, I guess I just do. And that's a skill. So that's what I wanted to bring into my store. Yeah creating these little vignettes and these little things where people literally can grab them and then picture them in their home. And again, I just listened, like I listened to my audience and I was like, Oh, this is literally something people don't have, or they need, like they need help here. So let's do it. Right. Well, okay. So speaking of help, we definitely need help. I need help. (laughs) <laughs> I need you. I mean, this apartment, it's like, there's no point because we're not going to be here for that long, but yeah. hopefully. Um, <laughs> but okay. Easy ways. I feel mm. like to freshen up your home style without having to like completely, yeah. you know, revamp yeah. and like purchase major pieces. Yes. Love this. Um, where do we start? So pillows pillows are very easy to refresh um and not just pillows because I have a thousand throw pillows in my guest bedroom that are just sitting (laughs) on the floor it's the most annoying thing ever um so while we do have pillows at Simply Placed um we also have pillow covers so I would encourage you to buy pillow covers 
because then you just have the same insert and you could just swap out your pillow covers. Yeah, so um, smart. And then you keep them in your linen closet or keep them under your bed, whatever you fold them up and it's good. So pillows can change everything. Um, a little coffee table refresh. I mean, candles are always great, but when you're styling your shelves, you just want to think of depth and dimension. Okay. So a stack of books you have, I'm sure you have like chapter books or like books yeah. that you're reading. You could always take the covers off of those books. Yeah. And then most likely there's like a neutral palette underneath and you could use that to style your shelves. So a whole thing I love doing is like repurposing what you already have. Mm -hmm. So take that picture frame from your bedroom and now put it downstairs. It'll give it a whole new look. Right. Um, so you're not staring at the same pieces again, or maybe take that salad bowl that you have from your kitchen. If it's like a nice wood salad bowl, put it on your coffee table for a decor piece. Like thinking about, um, the products you're buying and sticking to like a color palette is super important because then you can yeah. mix and match and then move them around. Um, yeah, so that's smart to too. Cause I feel like people yeah. just get drawn to like, Oh, I like this color. Oh, I like this like fun yeah. pattern. And like, just buy like a bunch of random stuff that they just like, like, instead of thinking about like, okay, what is this going to look with? Exactly. Oh my God. Like stuff. consciously thinking about it. So yeah. So like going back to like easy things, pillows, candles, literally just pooling all your home decor. This is my favorite yeah. thing to do. Pulling all your home decor, putting it on the floor of your living room or whatever, and just picking pieces and like rearranging things. That's so um, smart. Yeah. And just oh, even people come into the store. No, it's, it's actually really fun because you get to like shop your own home. Right. And then once you move things around, you only need like a couple new pieces. Like maybe you do need a new vase or like something just to spruce it up. Right. Um, or maybe you just need new stems, like new floral stems in your vase. Like, but I really think pooling everything together, like try it one day. Like I encourage everyone listening just to pull all your stuff from picture frames to books to everything and then just start fresh. Yeah. It's really fun. Oh, I need that um, so badly. Yeah. But I also just, you know, I don't want people to buy just to buy. I, I don't, it's called simply placed for a reason. So I want you guys to like really make conscious decisions. Yeah. So I will even tell customers sometimes I'm like, no, if you don't love it and if you don't know exactly where it's going to go, don't buy it. Right. Seriously. Like, but I, I feel like that's great that you're there. Like it's such yeah. a big part of the store is that it's an experience. Like you have someone that's good at yeah. styling and everything that can like give you advice and like lead you in the right direction, which like seems like a no brainer for a home decor store, but it's really not it's the not. norm. Yeah. And I find it so interesting when people come in, they give me a picture of their console table or their shelves and they're like, I want to put something here, 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 like fill it up. And I'm like, yeah. no, no, like simple, like just put a stack of books and something on it. Like yeah. put a larger picture frame and then a smaller picture frame right next to it. Like it doesn't need to be this whole masterpiece. Right. Um, and they're like, oh yeah. Like simplicity. So simplicity, I'm telling you people, it's just it's what it's all about. I definitely am a fan of that. Um, okay. And another one mm -hmm. that I feel like is very pertinent to the times because we're transitioning into fall, even though like it feels like summer half the time, like it was like That's 85 like so degrees crazy. and I was dying of heat yesterday. Um, but easy ways to update your home 
like with the seasons without it being like, for the lack of a better word, ultra chewy with like yeah. all of the, you know what I mean? Like the super like silly and like tacky, which like whatever tickles your pickle, do you. Yeah. But like, you know what I mean? Like all of I the do. like, the ways that like. Yeah. Like, I don't even want to say it aloud because I feel like my mom's going to listen and make fun of me. But like, you know, when you have yes. kids and you get all the fun decorations that are in a big bin that are like all the, like the silly pumpkins and like scary ghosts that you hang all over your house like yep. I loved that but I don't really want like ghosts hanging around my house when it's like just me and my boyfriend I don't have kids yet or anything nope. so I want it to be stylish yes so um so anyways again going back to a neutral color palette so this is my second Halloween, maybe third Halloween living with Zach. And he is even more simple than I am. And he's yeah. even like, I mean, he tells me design. He's like, no, Sydney, we're not doing this. <laughs> okay. Um, but honestly, like a couple pumpkins, like I do white pumpkin. So it's yeah. just like neutral. It's cute. A couple people, like three in a bowl. Like you yeah. don't need pumpkins everywhere. Right, right. Right. Um, I don't even know. I'm looking around my house. I don't even know if I'm going to do it in my house this year, but you know, we have things, um, at the store, like we have like, um, taper candles. So like those yeah. long candles in fall colors. So we yeah. have a color that's like kind of resembles like an orange, but it's not that stark orange. Right. Um, Very and I feel like, like yeah. So what I'm doing in my home is we have like black accents, but mm -hmm. I mean, black Halloween that goes. So bringing yeah. more of those like elements in and, like little touches, like we have little tea towels that have like skeletons on it. Yeah. Um, yeah. You'll see, we're launching our, our Halloween stuff soon, and I don't like kitschy Halloween stuff, but like a couple little pieces are fun. Yeah. But you could, again, just bringing in whether it's throwing a little pillow that says boo on it, like yeah. on your couch, like little things like that. You just don't need to go overboard to feel right. the holidays. Um, same with, um, uh, Thanksgiving. I was like yeah. going straight to Christmas. I was like, there's something before Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Like reds and greens. Like there's so many different yeah. shades of reds and greens, right. Um, you don't need that stark red or that bright green. You can bring right. in like a more muted green. And again, it could be in candles. It could be, um, and just so many, a throw blanket. Yeah. Um, it right. could be in like so many more of like those little things. Um, and I feel and course, like, I mean, I am, not an expert at all but even yeah. like like being intentional with like fabrics and stuff you know what i mean like yeah super like cozy, cozy. stuff feels mm -hmm. way more like christmas or like if you think about like the more like luxurious like uh like deep red kind of like i yeah. don't know the fabric like a rich like more yeah. of the richer colors yeah, yeah exactly um so there's little things i'm just trying to think while I'm talking like how I'm going to style my home for Christmas. But <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of like neutrals. And I think again, like, again, I'm doing like those taper candles are just in and I feel like there's like some kind of ele elegance to them. Totally. Um, but there's little things again, like the little black touches um, that I'm going to bring in for Halloween. Yeah. And, you know, maybe I'll have like some pumpkins in a black bowl or something like that, but it doesn't need, maybe you switch your doormat out and your doormat yeah. says Halloween on it. Something like that. Um, I don't no, know. I love oh, and, and in Christmas. Helpful. So in Christmas, I'm looking at my shelves now, like I'll move things around yeah. and maybe I'll get those little like bottle brush trees. 
I yeah. just have a little, like a couple little trees, like next to a picture frame or something right. um, to make it a little more cozy or um, there's just a lot. I'm like thinking about everything I bought for the store. Um, you know, I have like a little Christmas tree cutting board. There's just yeah little touches that will make you feel like the holidays and it doesn't need to be like vomiting. Right. Like all over your house. Turkeys and which is totally what I did last year when like I told (laughs) myself I wasn't going to but I I feel like we were at home so much that I was like my apartment will be a Christmas wonderland and I'm going to keep it up for months and this is what's gonna keep me going (laughs) right and that's fine like just listen to like again like my my style compared to like my mom's style since like you brought that up before completely different like she does not understand like she's like you decorated for Christmas I was like yeah isn't it beautiful yeah and she's just not I'm like I'm happy with my Christmas mug and a couple like bottle brush trees on my shelf and I'm golden a new candle like a new evergreen candle I'm good that is a must yeah that's a a non-negotiable exactly Um, but like that's that's Christmas for me so again I think like recapping all of that like little touches yeah timeless touches um that you could use again and again of course like if you want your flannel for fall get your flannel for fall it doesn't need to be that like white uh white um red and black like right checkered it doesn't need to be that it could be like a neutral um yeah and I think neutrals you know still have that holiday feel to them it's just more realistic yeah I'm into it Mm -hmm. um yeah people are just gonna have to go and check out all your holiday things seriously um okay I want to shift gears since we don't have a ton of time left and talk about personal style because I feel like you're one of my favorite people to follow for personal style because like you have really good style, but it's like super approachable. And again, simple, like you're so Mm -hmm. about like the basics and like finding things that aren't insanely expensive and investing in a couple like, you know, solid pieces and stuff yeah yeah so I don't know maybe we should start with like maybe your advice for kind of like discovering your own personal style and like shaping what that looks like instead of just like randomly purchasing things yeah um perfect example I I had an ex and I jeans and a t-shirt that's that's my style that is my happy place and I just remember him saying once like can you stop wearing jeans and a t-shirt and I was like no (laughs) like no that's that's what makes me happy but I just remember that moment because I was like that that's just what makes me happy and now Zach is like can you please just wear a white t-shirt and jeans like he I walk down and like go out to dinner with my hair in a low bun and he's like you look good. And <laughs> I just think it's like, so first and foremost, just finding what you're comfortable in. And this took me so long. Like, you know, I'm 31 and I'm now just like jeans and a t-shirt. I'm happy with it. Sometimes I get bored, but I'm like, I'm just happy in it. Um, mm-hmm. And I switch it up and whatever. But, um, 
And I do, I get kind of like scooped into fast fashion, like sometimes, but then I'll like go hit up like a Forever 21 or an H&M or like something like that. And like maybe get one or two pieces. Yeah. Um, but I really think like, first and foremost, just figure out what makes you happy. I think for the longest time, I was like, Ooh, I should be wearing more dresses and skirts. That's not me. Like, it's just not. And I'm not going to put on a dress and put on heels every day. I'm going to put on flip-flop sandals and jeans and a t-shirt and I'm going to be my best self. Yeah. Um, and it's fine. So I kind of love that. Yeah. Yeah. It's figuring that out. And it's like, you know, I look at so many other people, I'm just thinking of like my fashion icons and they look great in certain things, but I'm like, I know that's not going to look good on my body. And that's, you know, it's just not. And that's the other thing too. So it's deciding like what you genuinely feel good in. Um, and then what looks good on your body, like really understanding that. Um, like I know I can't, I still buy to this day. And it's, I do it with my girlfriend. Who's like even more of a nugget than me. She's actually my <laughs> second nugget. You're my first nugget. And she's oh, my second nugget. I'm so honored. Um, yeah. She's teeny, but she keeps buying these like floral puffy dresses. And I'm like, Allie, you're, you can't do that. Right. Like, it just eats you up. You get swallowed in that. You need like a form fitted short or whatever bodycon dress and you're going to look phenomenal in it. Yeah. Um, so I think that's true. I think for my body type, I've learned that basics look good on me. I could put on a black tank dress with a jean jacket and whatever, and that looks good on me. I could wear it out to a steak dinner, you know, yeah. and it looks good on me, but for someone else, it might not, not look good on them with. Um, but I think it's taken time. I think too, like going into like fast fashion or even more expensive pieces, I feel like as you get older, especially me, I can only speak about me, but um, I'm still looped into like that cheap t-shirt. And yeah. the, I go through phases. I go through phases. Um, well, I mean, with basics too, it's kind of like stuff that you out. kind of like fly through. Exactly. It just makes sense to do yeah. the, like to shop that way. And then, yeah. you know, I guess what staple pieces would you suggest people yeah invest in like a better product yeah I was gonna get to that um like jackets um especially living in New England like just have your staple jackets you need a jean jacket you need one going out you need a winter jacket like a long longer trench yeah yeah what are Um, your favorite fall jackets yeah oh my gosh um you are a jacket queen I'm a jacket queen I love my jackets I'm still into the jackets I love a jacket I just think it's like super chic and cozy um, I'll have to post about it. Actually, you should. always a, a black leather jacket. Always yeah. a black leather jacket. I actually need a new one. I do too. Um, jean jackets. I'm kind of phasing out. I just feel meh when I put yeah. it on. Um, I still think it's a staple, and I think you should have one. Um, a nice like moto suede jacket is always mm-hmm. good. Um, but then kind of going into sweaters. I would invest in like a long cardigan. Yeah. Um, and when I say invest, like you could go to Nordstrom and go to BP and it doesn't need to be like a cashmere long right. sweater, but um, they're just super cozy and like the quality is great. Um, I'll need to post about it because I'm thinking of like a couple trench coats yeah. and I don't know how to 
describe right. them. I mean, it's hard. Um, like we're on a podcast. People can't yeah, like, like uh, see what you're talking about, but it's still applicable. Yeah. Um, and then again, I think it goes back to like your color palette. Like think about your color palette. Like I'm yes. just, I'm a neutral, I'm a neutral queen. So, you know, I know I need a pair of boots in black and yeah. in brown. I know I need a, I, I'm just, I think it's like simplifying and just again, like digging deep and like, what, what do you look good in? What makes you happy? What do you feel confident in? Right. And I've just discovered my color palette is all the neutrals, black to a taupe to a cream. And yeah. that's what I stick with. I'll do some color. I have like a blue sweater. I'll do some color here or there. But it's always going to be a sweater with jeans and boots, a sweater with jeans and God knows what. Yeah. It's just what makes me No, I me love that. It's the same so, thing. Like, keep it simple. I don't know. Just keep it simple. Yeah. Like, um, I found this girl on TikTok randomly and mm-hmm. her whole account is about, like, a color palette closet. So yeah. you choose, like, I don't remember the exact number, but, like, the number of colors – Yep. That like, that is what you're comfortable in. That is what you're always drawn to. And so that way when you're shopping, obviously like if something really catches your eye, like a fun pattern or like, yeah, a, you know, a it. fun piece, get it. But like in general, it helps like because shape then- your style because things go together better. You can shop more easily without feeling so overwhelmed. And it really yeah. helped. It does. Yeah. No, I think that's great. I think that I'm thinking about my closet now. And again, it's just, it's the same color palette. So I know if I throw on my olive green jacket, any shirt I pick out is most likely going to go with it, you know? So again, it is, yeah, it's picking like those, that's great. Like those five colors um, or whatever it is. Super interesting. I never really heard of that before. Yeah. And I do a lot of like muted colors too. Like I'm looking at my, my fingernails. It's always like these mauve colors. So like yeah. that's what I'm drawn to. So like if I put like, uh, yeah, like a purple mauve shirt on with any jacket I have, it's going to go. So right. I think it's thing like that, but Hey, if you love color, you love color, but then I you're mean, yeah. then probably you're more adventurous with putting like a blue shirt on with yellow pants. Like, right. I would not for the life of me feel comfortable in that, but some people will kill it and look yeah. so good in it. I will meet you at the bar in a white t-shirt and jeans and feel my best self. Yeah. And I think that's what it is, right? Do whatever yeah. is going to make you feel and it'll look super confident and it'll look so great. much better. It will. That's all it's about really yeah. is like if you're rocking it or you're constantly like tugging at it and like, you know, kind of like shrinking yourself down. Like that's probably not the outfit totally. for you if that's yeah. your reaction. Like Zach sometimes like, can I like see some skin or like whatever? Like if my boobs are like pushed up and they're out, like that's just not me. I don't feel comfortable and like yeah. whatever. So yeah. Yeah. But have fun with it, right? Like what's the saying? If you see the shoes, if you want the shoes, buy the shoes. Like yeah. I like if you see something, just buy it. Right. Um, and like stuff like that, you. like accessories and shoes. I feel like that's a fun way to like totally. shake up the norm. Oh my God. Yeah. Like there was a period where I loved patterns and mm-hmm. I was always mixing like stripes with this and that. And I still love patterns because I, you could do it in a very like neutral, fun way. Yeah. Um, but totally. Yeah. I love it. Okay. So rapid fire to round it out. Um, what does your morning routine look like most mornings? Oh, 
I need to get a morning routine. Um, But I've been thinking about this a lot because I think, you know, again, a lot of people, it's just like perception, right? Like people that I follow, I'm like, ooh, they get up at five and they have their lemon water and they have their them time and they read a chapter in a book. Yeah. And I literally have a 5 a.m. book, like how to be a 5 a.m. person. I am not a 5 a.m. person. Like, and that's fine. Have it, and that's fine. But I wanted to do that for so long. I'm like, I'm starting my own business. We're going to do it. Uh, no. But my morning routine is I get up. I do. I need to check email. Like, yeah. I, you know, people say, like, go for a walk. Don't go right on computer. I need to do that for my sanity. So, right. Like, if you're just going to be distracted by the fact that you, you're wondering what's in there, then like, that's not like, really well, relaxing like, you. Right. Like I don't want to be in a workout class being like, what, what's on my email, um, being anxious. So I, I realized that and I was like, okay, I'm going to get up around like six 37, check my email, have my morning coffee. That's kind of my slow time. Um, my schedule's changed. So then I'll do like a morning workout, um, probably like eight or nine. I do that. And then I like go to the shop, but yeah, it's very simple. Um, but I definitely like, I give myself time to sleep. Um, yeah, I check my email. I make sure everything's fine. I do my to-do list. So I make, um, I have a to-do list for the week. And then as the week goes, I cross things off. But every single morning when I'm looking at my calendar, I have like a post-it note or something. I'm like, these Mm -hmm. are the top three things I need to need to need to get done. So even if it's like 11 o'clock at night and I'm watching TV with Zach, like I need to get it done. Yeah. Um, No, I, break up my to-do list like that too. I have my weekly and then every morning I've been writing six because I feel like I've read that somewhere, but it's like, honestly, six feels overwhelming sometimes. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. Three is just like good. And like, and it it changes. Maybe I only get two done and then you have to like move things around and shift. Like, of course. But it Um, helps keep you focused. Helps keep me focused. And then once I do that, then I'm able to kind of like start my day and go enjoy my workout class um, yeah. and things like that. So that's definitely it. But I'm also just like a planner. So yeah. again, I, I think I could like stare at my calendar for hours. Um, but it, it soothes me. It eases me and it, it just helps me start my day. Yeah. So that's very simple. Yeah. And then, no, I, I love it. Simple's good. I have my, I have my coffee like have my tea sometimes I don't know yeah sometimes I eat breakfast most times I forget to eat breakfast like I (laughs) we're all doing our best your shop is right next to like a smoothie shop right so it's really great yeah I was like stressed one day and at three she was closing at like 3 p.m she was like I know you didn't eat today I was like thank you and she brought me a shake so much I love you so much oh they seem Um, like such a great little like community Girl, I like turn, I park my car, I turn the corner. I like wave to the people at the diner. I wave to my girls at the smoothie shop. I love that. That's so amazing. Yeah. It's such a dream. Um, okay. What is a non-negotiable in your day? Oh, sleep. (laughs) Yeah. That's a big one. No, I, I do. Um, no, I, I honestly, I think that's good. Just because I want to touch on that as a business owner, Again, this is my perception. I feel like I've read, you know, the Tone It Up girls, like Karina mm-hmm. and whatever. And I, I just, they're great. I love what they put out, whatever. But I was reading a bio about her and she said she would literally stay up. They would have dinner and then work till two o'clock in the morning. 
sleep for a couple hours, get up at five and do it all over again. And I was like, no, that's a non-negotiable for me is not living my life. Does that make sense? A non-negotiable. Well, I use those words correctly is living with a non-negotiable. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Like your quality of life. My quality of life. Like every night I come home, I have dinner with Zach. I try not to be on my phone. Yeah. That's really hard. Um, We do our best. We watch our two hours of TV or whatever it is. Like I, I did this for a reason and I didn't want to sacrifice my quality of life. My quality of life was only supposed to get better. Right. Um, so that that's a good like a, reminder. It's just a non-negotiable. Like I'm, it's going to be fine. Everything's going to fall into place. Um, yeah. I'll pull those all nighters when I have to pull those all nighters, right. but that's just how I survive. Yeah. And like, it's a much more sustainable way to run a business than constantly right. running on E, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, cause then you I just re- crash and burn you crash and burn and you make mistakes and you make, you know, you're always going to make mistakes. I mean, I right, had a mistake right. I made today. I was like, I, I ordered how many of those bowls? Like, uh, <laughs> I was like, okay. You're like big sale um, on bowls. I was like, Oh crap. Um, but yeah, like a very easy, simple morning routine and just living my life. Yeah. I really appreciate it, that a lot. It's easy to yeah. get caught up in all the, Oh my God, I have, so many things I need to do. I do this yeah. same thing. So easy. And it, that was kind of like the premise when I opened my store, I gave myself a year and a half. Um, you know, yeah. I remember talking to those like financial people I mentioned back when we were talking before and they're like, Oh, when are you opening in like six months? I was like, Oh no, a year and a half. They're like, Oh, you're really prepared. I was like, you're yeah, like, that's the I, point. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't want to stress myself out. Like I don't, no, right. like, like I want to enjoy my life. And... Right. Like things don't need to be hectic, obviously. No. It's like the control what you can control kind of thing. You yeah. Know? And I mean like. Because the uncontrollables just... will come up. But if you yeah. stay on top of, you know, the things that you can, it'll make yeah. it a lot better. And I don't want people listening to think my life is not hectic. Like. Of course it I'm is. Think, I'm thinking of a thousand things I need to do right now after this podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, it's constant. Like, it's constant. But it's like, there's only so many hours in the day. Yeah, I need to no eat dinner. I need to hang out with my significant other. I need to maybe call a friend or two. Yeah. I got to do it. Um, right. Else, what am I doing this for? Right. That's what life is all about. So I appreciate that. Um, Three pieces of clothing or whatever Mm. that everyone needs in their closet staple pieces we sort of already went over this but yeah no um and I'm gonna start with a dress which Mm. again I said before like I'm not like a dress person but I just you need a good dress that you feel good in um to like throw on to get dinner or to just dress up in um and that you could wear in many different ways. Um, yeah. So again, just how I think of my home decor, like you could put it in different parts of your house. Think about your closet that way too. So it could be a simple black tank dress, Yeah. Um, but you want to feel good in it and you want to be able to throw a jean jacket and sneakers on, or you want to be able to like go out with your girlfriends for brunch or something like that. So I just think I a dress that. that you feel confident in. Um, oh my gosh, what else? Um, a good booty. 
we're in New England, get a good booty that is comfortable, that's neutral, that again, yeah. you could wear with like a thousand different things. Um, I need to get new booties. Mine are wrecked and, from last yeah. winter. <laughs> and honestly, like I probably all my shoes, I want to say like 80% of my shoes I have in both brown and black. Yeah. I just do. like Lots of Steve Madden. <laughs> lots of Steve Madden. Yeah, because they're just classic. Like, yeah, they're just classic they're comfortable they're not over the top um Mm -mm. you find a shoe get it in a bunch of different colors is my piece of advice um and keep it simple you don't need like the newest latest fashion just just be happy with what you're putting on right and then um I want to say so bad like a basic white t-shirt but I haven't found that yet so Hmm. If you guys are out there and you have a basic white t-shirt, please let me know. Um, so yeah. I'll revert to like a good pair of jeans, just a good, oh, yeah, for again, sure. your, your go-to jeans that you cut and they don't need to be like $200. Like, no. I mean, I'm wearing Primark jeans right now and these are my favorite jeans. They're $20. I love that. They're $20. They're my favorite, but they fit me like a glove. Um, I'm on the hunt for new jeans, but Yeah. Just a couple pairs too, like yeah. a skinny, a skinny jean, a straight leg, and maybe a boyfriend if that fits good on. If right, know, that that works for you. If it doesn't work for you, like stick to those skinny jeans. Yeah, you don't need to go and do the whole baggy right thing. Yeah, I look like oh. a twelve-year-old boy. I can't do it. I know. I found one pair that like work for me, but like we're both just short and petite, and like mm-hmm. it just doesn't really. It doesn't, doesn't really do it. Thing. That goes and that's back fine. To fashion. Mm-hmm. If you guys take anything from this podcast, if it comes to fashion, like it is fine. If that style doesn't fit you, just find whatever the hell works for you. Right. And I promise you, like you could stand next to a supermodel in Dolce and Gabbana and you'll feel and look just as good. Right. Really? And I feel like like the whole thing with the whole like oh, that's chuggy and like skinny jeans are out and these wide jeans are in. But like also, one, shall we be taking all of our life advice from a generation that literally (laughs) ate Tide Pods? And I don't want to be that old person that's like, the younger generation, like, because it's not. But also it's like, right? Are we all (laughs) supposed to be like, just like cookie cutter, like the same looking people all next to each other no so like do what works for you that's why have fun with it maybe like try them out if like that seems appealing but don't feel like you have to like throw all your skinny jeans out just because 22 year olds on the internet are saying that they're illusory yeah no it's so funny that that did come out of my mouth I told them I was like I have to throw away all my skinny jeans now I mean I think we all had a moment (laughs) yeah yeah definitely had that moment but again I walked down those stairs and I put my skinny jeans on and I'm doing my makeup and and Zach walks in I'm in a white t-shirt and those skinny jeans and he's like you look damn good and I was like you're like yeah these are staying this was like the simplest outfit and I do feel good in them. So right. trends are trends, but there are just a couple things um, that will be timeless. Yeah. So, and timeless to me might be different than timeless to you. Right. Um, but I love that. All right. Don't last... overthink everything. Yeah. I mean, I'm really bad at that, but. <laughs> that's why I'm that. here to help you. <laughs> 
quite literally in my closet (laughs) you need to like come take me shopping and purge my closet with me and then another day we'll do my home but maybe we'll wait until we like buy a home (laughs) if I purge oh I love purging closets because I'm like no 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 yeah and I have I purged my closet because like I wasn't living in a home during like quarantine I was in an apartment so like I didn't have a bunch of projects I could do and I was unemployed so like the amount of times I cleaned out my closet (laughs) was unreal like guess we're doing that again today like yeah and like there's still too much Mm -hmm. um okay last one um a book podcast whatever Mm -hmm. kind of resource that either has stuck with you and like you always recommend and go back to or maybe something you're enjoying right now mm-hmm. um the alchemist is mm. my all-time favorite book um it's one that yeah. i skipped in high school because i hated reading yeah i'm still not a reader but it's one that i try to read every single year um okay. it's just i learned something new every single time it's about your journey. It's about manifesting your journey. It's about listening to your truth. Um, it's about just pushing forward. Um, and I think everyone that reads it takes something different from it. So read the alchemist, um, first on my list. I feel like Mm -hmm. people always say that it's really good. And another one of my favorite authors is Mitch album. Mm -hmm. Um, I found him when I was in college, it was like assigned to me for summer reading or whatever. And they're just easy books. They're about, connections and yeah. connecting with people and if you guys probably listen to me for an hour on this podcast I love connecting with people <laughs> and just hearing people's stories I think at the end of the day like when you pass away and go on to a new life it's not necessarily your profession or like what you did it's just how that person made you feel yeah um 100%. that sticks with you that that sticks with you it doesn't matter who they were what they were or whatever it's how did that person make me feel? Yeah, and the connections those are that you just, made. Mm-hmm, those are just like feel good books. So I have all of them. And then a podcast. Um, so the, there's this girl or woman, I should say, um, living with Landon. Okay. And she actually had a store. She's been just an inspiration for me starting my store and just being really authentic um, on social media or just being like super true to myself. Um being personable and, and just, this is me and just showing yeah. up for you and putting it out there. And I don't know, just not saying sorry about it. Um, yeah. she's fascinating. Yeah. She opened a store, um, a year ago and it was her dream and, and all this stuff and she's closing it, um, literally a year later. Um, yeah. And it's oh. why and how and whatever, but she had to do it for herself and, yeah it's brave. I really think, um, you know, you're like, what? Like, oh my God, like you're letting all these people down, but you're not like, it's just, it was brave of her to do that. Um, and listen to her journey and her life. Right. Um, So she's just like, she has a great podcast. She just keeps it real. She does all the things. Um, I'm going to have to check it out. I'm always looking for more podcasts. I'm a big yeah, podcast gal, like, obviously. Yeah, obviously. Um, yeah, she's just, just like a normal, normal person that just talks to you like your best friend. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love all that. I feel like obviously I would not be like doing <laughs> this whole thing if mm-hmm. I wasn't also like super into just hearing people's stories because I feel like we all can learn a lot from each other if we all just like stop talking and listen a little bit. 
Amen, sister. <laughs> totally. Um, well, I mean, most importantly, hype yourself up. Where can people find you, your store, your website, things that are coming up, anything? Oh, gosh. Can you hype me up again? Can we close? <laughs> can we close with that introduction? Yeah, right. No, um, Take it from I the top. I can do a little bit of it. Um, no, yeah. So we are in Beverly, Mass. Um, mm -hmm. It's about 20 minutes from Boston. So it's super easy. It's great in this time of the year. So really yeah. good restaurants, a really good day trip. Um, you could follow us on Instagram at shop.simplyplaced. You could shop online at www.shopsimplyplaced. That just launched Tuesday. So bear with us. We're updating products and all of that stuff. Um, but those are the two main things we're on Facebook too. Um, but Instagram is like the bread and butter as you yeah. guys all know. So I show my face, I share all the things you'll know when I'm stressed out, <laughs> all <laughs> of it. I just share it to share it. Um, because you guys like also help me. So yeah, it's yeah, amazing. there's a lot going on. We have like Halloween launching at Thanksgiving and Christmas and we'll do events and all of it. So it's just fun, but I'd love to see your faces. Yeah. Yeah. And even if you don't live in the Boston area, highly recommend mm. following her on Instagram just for like, you know, organizational inspiration, style inspiration, like clothing style inspiration and stuff like that. Cause anything I just put it out there. Got <laughs> a lot of it. Um, all right. Well, thanks. Thanks. Love you. This was so fun. It was the best. I love it. Thank you for listening to the Build with Brabeck podcast. Stay connected on Instagram at Build with Brabeck and our website, www.buildwithbrabeck.com. Show a little love by rating and reviewing, sharing with your friends, and of course, subscribing so you don't ever miss an episode. Until next week, keep on building.